From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. Well, welcome back, guys. We're live here at G5 Outdoor right here off of US 92. Come on down and see us. Bill George is going to be doing a seminar here very shortly. Are you really? He's getting excited. He's amped up. Look at him. He's First got I've his... heard of it. Really? Yeah. What didn't even know, didn't even know it was going to happen. I, 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 it's news to me. Well, we just took in uh, all the door prize stuff. We, we have a bang stick. A harpoon pole. What caliber bang stick? 38, 357. Oh, so you can go inside and buy the ammo if you need it. Ding, ding, ding. Aha. See, I was paying attention earlier. Only 38s we have in there are plus P. So it's going to be a loud bang. Hey, it still works. Dead alligator. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, we have 38, 357 bang stick, a Uh harpoon pole. Yep. We have a willy kit, which is a 14 knot and 50 50 foot foot of rope. And then we have a six pack of 12 aught hooks. Very nice. So for door prizes. For door prizes. Are you not going to give away your gator encrusted uh, COVID nineteen mask? I mean, no, is that, is no, that your, no, for your private no. collection? That's his Halloween costume. He's going to be Bane for Christmas. I told I told him yes. He wore it yesterday. Came in and I was like, "You're going to have to start talking like this. You're going to have to keep it on your face." And no, I, I, I did. Seminar. I did get a mask. It is. Uh, That's a nice piece. The gator hide that you just slapped on this thing. No. How come it's shaped like a jockstrap? It's one of the hard plastic. It's silicone. Whatever. It's a silicone mask. It looks like something I had to wear when I was going on football practice. No, this. Yes, it (laughs) it does. Until you turn professional, but it is. It was designed and and made by doctors and that, and it will seal up good and tight on your face. You can put in different inserts if you want. That one there is lavender, like, like this, like the surgical rated. But oh, if you sorry. If, if you want to turn around and put know, an airwick in there, you could well, do a nice you, vanilla. You do that, or if you want to be super, uh, super easy flow, you Better can put yet. a coffee filter. Asse- in. Asse- essential oils. <laughs> yeah, you can put a few drops of uh, cinnamon on peppermint. there. It'll be fine. Peppermint, sandalwood. Yeah, sandalwood. So you uh, can be a hippie. Patchouli, man, go back. No, he'll get flashbacks then. <laughs> so be like, and it went, now what is this thing here? You're changing the batteries. Well, in? I was changing. Is this that, an older one? Yeah, that, this is an old Fox Pro. This is a Fox Pro call that uh, we'll be talking about later during the seminar. Well, give us a sample. Let's hear it. What's Not on there? Sample. Do it right on there. Proprietary. Put, put it right up to your mic, dude. Do it. What's in it? What's on Turn it? What it sounds on. do you have on here? Turn it on, Bill. Let's see. Is this one is uh, is this one uh, programmable? It is. It is. So you can actually put. Uh, Different sounds in here? Sure. What do you got in there? Oh, I got, well, this, this you got is. got Coyote? A, you got Screaming oh, Rabbit? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's drive our listeners nuts with that one. No. That one there. I, I want to hear it. Oh, gosh. No. I, so. We played that tape out in Texas one year, and I, after about 10 minutes, I was like, if you don't turn that thing off, I am going to put a <laughs> bullet right through that dang speaker. So. I mean, I couldn't take it anymore. I mean, scream! Put it out there. I mean, we're sitting in the same jeep with the speaker screaming, and I was like, "Man, dude, let's get away from the vehicle, at least." Well, this is very efficient. It's only taking you forty-five minutes well, to turn the darn that's thing. That's why I was trying to turn around and. Uh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have. 
By the time what? you get your turn on, the hell will be over. Go. How are you right. blaming me? I don't own the darn thing. What am I doing? Because you touched it. Oh, 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 oh that's oh. what it was. Okay. I, I touched Operator it. Operator error, but it's your fault. Bro. Yeah, I guess. Oh, so, boy. Well, I'm, well that's why I'm trying to turn around and get it. The suspense is killing me, Bill. Uh, me too. I'm waiting on baby. I'm glad, our, I'm glad our listeners are staying with us. Oh, yeah. Got the baby. That's pretty good. And for people that are listening, what does that sound? That, that is the sound of a hatchling group of alligators, and the mamas come to protect them, and the big males come to eat them. Um, Somebody um, like um, Toby, I'm sure, can do that just with his mouth. Do it, Toby. No, I can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. He can do the turkey call. That was not as annoying as a screaming dying rabbit. Oh, you can do two sounds at one time? That's pretty cool, actually. I like the gator growl. That was awesome. Well, if you did both of those together, I guarantee you there'd be a, there'd be a, be a party. Big splash there'd afterwards. be a party over there by the boat somewhere. Sound like an alligator buffet. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Somebody's gonna come hauling booty. And and because the alligator is not considered a game animal, it's a predator. You are allowed to use electronic, electronic calls. Yeah. Now, so. if that were a, a deer rattling or a turkey call, that would be not well, so good. No, if I'm hunting floor. alligators, I can use it. Yes, I understand that. I mean, uh, I remember Glenn. He, the first thing before he got those is he downloaded that same sound and had it on his phone. Correct. As a ringtone, so he could put it out there. It's amazing how well alligators can actually hear across the surface oh, of the water. Oh, extremely well. So you think that just because it's not very loud on your phone, you think, well, it's not going to hear very much. Dude, trust me. I've seen alligators that? come hundreds of yards yeah. across That's the That's actually fairly loud coming off of that one. I mean, it was echoing it under be, here. It could be cranked up. Crank it to 11. No. Do it, Bill. Do it, man. Do it. Live a little. You, you, Crank that you, PV up to 11. stick around for the seminar, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay, so. great. Most of the seminar stuff is going to happen outside. Are you going to try to do as much as you can out here? Or are you yeah, gonna... we're going to try and do uh, – we want to turn around and make sure we're dealing with the – trying to keep social distancing, keep a little bit of uh, distance around, you know, away from people inside. Hillsborough County has – more rules and regulations with masks and everything. So we want to turn around and do as much as we can out here so that we can turn around and uh, keep social distance. Bro, what are we eating, man? That's what I want to know. They'll be cooking that. They're going to be cooking hamburgers (laughs) and hot dogs, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to have some gator gator nuggets. So if you look at the ordinance of Hillsborough County, as long as you're eating, you don't have to wear the mask, so you're good. So I can walk around the store? Yeah, basically, yeah, with a hamburger. If you're in the store, you're supposed to have a mask on. Unless you're eating. So I'll be eating some sunflowers. Eat a handflower and walk around with a hot dog. You'll be fine. Gray area. We're good. I see you brought George with you. Why did you bring George with you? What's he going to do? Cartwheels out here in the parking lot? Yeah. He's an ex-gymnast, so he could show you how to wrestle an alligator. Yeah, he has the wicked light right there. That's his wicked light. Now, why do you want to blind somebody like that? (laughs) I'm in the spotlight. (laughs) You're the star. Yeah. (laughs) Put the red one on. Put them in the red light district. Put them in, yeah. <laughs> Put me where I know I'm wanted. Right back in. Dang, home. man, that's actually that's just pretty bright. bright. Let me let me see. Which one is that one? That's the three in one. That's the we just got the. Oh, no, this, I showed this to somebody yesterday. They're like, oh my gosh, those things they look so huge on the package. They look big. But dude, that is that is, that's not very, that's not very bright at all. I mean, uh, big at all. 
Now, those wicked lights have been like a game changer in a lot of different sports. Back when I was coon hunting all the time, we used to have the big heavy cells on our on a belt. Oh yeah, with a six volt. You know, with the big yeah. six volt, had to lug around all the time. Now everybody's gone to those those little wicked lights. I mean, you're freaking awesome. Frog, See, frog like gigging, same thing, man. What's the what? Oh my that god, that is the bomb for frog gigging. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's nothing. Glenn was actually telling me that uh, I can't remember. Was it the green light that they would? Uh, they wouldn't even budge. They would it, it, like it affected them in no way whatsoever. Oh, they, yeah, they'll sit right there and let you just come right up on them. Yeah, he, I mean, you could just take your hand. It's like uh, they're mesmerized. Yeah, and you could just you know literally pick them right up. It's not it, the red light. You couldn't do it, and the white light, of course, not. But the green light, they were just like, oh, yeah, man, this is cool. Sure, man. If you want to stroke my belly, go Drink right ahead. <laughs> Pick me right up. It's all good, bro. Anyway, Wicked Lights are available here at G5 Feeding Outdoor, where we are broadcasting live. So come by and see us. It's at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 West of Plant City. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoor. Bye, Bill. Bye. Oh, yeah, okay. We're not going to break it. See you, Bill. Thanks. He's, he's going inside. He's putting on his Bane mask. We'll be back. You guys stay right here. Well, first time doing radio, I see it. I think it's first time we're here. Thank you. Thank you for your uh, your big up. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. G5 Feeding Outdoors. That's where we are. Airing it out. 4960 U.S. Highway 92 West of Plant City. And, of course, speak of him and he shall appear. We were talking about the Wicked Lights before, and we, of course, had to mention your name, and because... Uh, none of us here at this table would know anything about Wicked Lights if it wasn't for you. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about uh, we were talking about it, and then of course George whips his out. Yeah, George's got one. This Wicked Light there, and uh, now that we have him here in the store, I guess are you happy now? Yeah, I was. Because uh, you I need come batteries. To... Who is that masked voice? That would be Glenn yeah. Kidman. Yeah. Oh, Glenn. Now, I had to come by here and pick up the uh, the I guess the uh, four wheeler. I got my four wheeler. Your four wheeler? Yeah, I had to get the four wheeler repaired, and get it uh, back in shape. Uh, the Illinois trip, it, it put a beating on it, and uh, so they fixed it. They gave me some great news, though. They did tell me, said, Glenn, uh, you're pregnant. The technician says that, you know, this bike is pretty old, and uh, if you want to keep it around for many more years, you may have to do an engine overhaul soon. I said, no, nah, my plan is, is I'm going to come back uh, probably next week and look at one of those Cushman crews and. Uh, <laughs> And and maybe I'm not going to get rid of the little old 330 Polaris. I'm going to keep it. But that was a good thing is because these guys up here can work on any make and model. That's right. And uh, so it's always a convenience just to come by and drop it off and then pick it up on the way home. But today I waited because I, I knew you guys were going to be here. And But, again, on those wicked lights, I did catch that on the, my travels over. And I tell you, talking to Bill inside about them, you know, they are a little pricey. But I tell you, the warranty service on them things, I've, I've broke it twice since I've owned it. Uh, and the guys at Wicked Light, you know, they sent me one for the show to, to, to give them some plugs and to talk about it. And, and like I told them, man, I broke the clip on the battery box myself. It was my error, not, not anything to do with the quality or uh, the manufacturing of it. And they sent me a new one under warranty, a whole new battery box replacement. Then this last go-round, uh, two weeks ago, three actually three weeks ago, got back from Georgia on the lease and, Broke the little mount that the headlamp it sits on itself when the strap goes through. And uh, sent them an email, explained what happened, said it my fault. And uh, y'all give us this nice suitcase to carry it in for travel. And I just threw it around and abused it and uh, broke it. 
And they said, uh, well, it's still under warranty, so uh, it, w- it went well. They sent me a new one, whole- and the headband, uh, so it came with the bracket. So I got a new headband, didn't have all that sweat, deep. <laughs> um, That's awesome, all of that. that they stand behind their product like yeah. that well, way. Well, you, really you know, when you say that, I mean, uh, the most expensive one in there, if it's the handheld with the – I mean, you get the entire kit. You get the chargers. You get the extra batteries. You get the grip. You get all that stuff in there, and I think it's two hundred fifty bucks. But what do you pay for a pair of decent sunglasses? I mean, two hundred and fifty bucks. Exactly. So. I mean, uh, you pay for that quality, and and you also pay for the warranties. I mean, when people come in, they look at uh, come into G five and they see Benchmade knives, and they're going, "Man, that dang knife is a uh, hundred and eighty five dollars." You go, "Dude, it's a lifetime warranty. You snap that blade in half." You send it back through G5. They they do the warranty work. Send you back a brand. It's all fixed up. They fix it up, resharp to give you a brand new blade, free. Yeah, if, and you, you, never, you buy the. The only thing it doesn't cover is loss. Yeah, and the guys, uh, like I say, the, when you call them, they answer the phone. You get a live person on the other end. Up that is there, true. And uh, they 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 sent me a whole new everything. Like I say the strap. Doesn't sell like the uh, the bug spray and everything else from all the gator hunts on it. And I th- I will tell you this: if when it comes to alligator hunting, all the lights I've owned over the years, and I know Bill George is, uh, he's got his light from 1923 that he still plugs into the 12 volt battery in the back of the boat. That thing I think is an old Ford Model T headlight. It gets on so the thing. it gets so hot you can hear the mosquitoes sizzle. Sizzle when they, when they land, yeah. But I, I will say. Uh, Old school lights, they worked well for many years. They served a purpose. But this one, uh, the, the Wicked Light, the 3-in-1, man, what a great product. Uh, I've, I wouldn't, I've always, you see the things on TV if you watch YouTube and you see all those guys doing their predator hunts and uh, the, the amount of success from the predator hunting is unbelievable with them. But driving back up to the camp up in Illinois uh, on this Polaris little Magnum 330, and Dave was in front of me on his, and we we were driving up, and he said, man, there's some deer laying down in the field because we had to set on the red light coming back. I wanted to scope things out, see what they are, see what we see. And uh, we literally, without exaggeration, we drove about 15 yards to those two coyotes that was sitting down on their hind end looking at us coming. And then they, one got up and walked about another 20 yards to the edge of the wood line and sat down and watched this. The other one. With the red light on? With the red light on it. Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. I was like, man, we're, we're archery hunting. And where everything's in security, if you move, you got to have it locked down and secured in Illinois. But uh, I'm thinking, man, if we'd have had a, a spear, we, we could have took care of business with them. But <laughs> Toby, i got a great idea. Uh, next month on the way down to the Glades, we're going to stop by Glenn's house and pick up his light. So Absolutely. We can Why don't you just buy one, you cheapskate? I want to try it first. Oh, whatever. Like you just heard the man endorsement. George's got one right there. I, I got to test. It, it's well worth the investment. Well, well worth it, the if you come to my house to get it, I'll tell you this, Vince. It's back in its nice little suitcase. I, I'm starting to appreciate that thing a little bit better, uh, a little more. You know, when you don't buy something and spend that money out of your pocket, you, you kind of get, well, you know, okay, it's all good. But whenever you start really appreciating what you have, and, uh, you know, I abused that thing. That's why I say I abused it. Now, Courtney's, uh, I, I got her one for Christmas a couple of years back. Hers looks brand new, and she takes care of it. You know, it was, that's the difference between her and myself. But she'll, <laughs> she takes that light, and if I say, Courtney, can I borrow your light? She goes, where's yours? Yeah, really? Why? What did you do to yours? Is it in your case where it's supposed to be? I say, well, I got that thing for you for Christmas. Wait a minute, can I just borrow it? Can I borrow it? Nope. Well, you know, well, you know when you think of that, you're talking about the coyotes. One of the things that Dylan is actually working on here at G5 is to make this kind of a – he wants to bring in more predator stuff because he realizes that, as Toby will tell you, I mean, he did his coyote hunts for a couple of years up there. 
you've got in your downtime. I know you're out there scouting. I know you're doing feeds. And I know you're out there doing food plots. But while you're out there, you should be predator hunting and you should be controlling them. Amen. We, we talked about uh, how we let it go for so long with the pythons, and you see where they are. And then we let it go with the coyotes. FWC doesn't mess with coyotes. That's up to Glenn. That's up to Bill. That's up to Toby. That's up to everybody else to to handle that business. Well, because the FWC doesn't come out and tranquilize and take away coyotes. They don't kill them. They don't remove them. It's like they send you a flyer that says, learning to live with coyotes. Hey, hey, you know, don't leave cat food out and don't leave saucers of milk for them. Yeah. You know? And I, know, <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, all, that's all you get from them. You know, talking about the Wicked Lights, I don't really want to make it an infocommercial for them, you know. But, uh, they yes, do you have, do. They got a great product. And I will tell you this. If you're an honest hunter, uh, that light will put you on the edge and tempt you to become that guy that shouldn't have done what he done. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's not good. That's, a, that's not a very that's, good that's endorsement. A great endorsement there. Well, I, I, I'm just going to tell you how much that light. If you put it on red or green, you know that's that. You, you're putting that filter out there. But you, white light, you're, you're going to run, and they're going to run. Uh, but man, I, I got out of my tree stand one night in uh, up in Illinois, and I packed all my stuff up, making all kind of noise, and I'm walking out through the food plot, and it's really not a food plot; it's just a cut field. But anyway, I'm walking out through the field, and literally within 25 yards was the biggest buck and about five does. And I'm sitting there and looking at these deer with my red light on walking across this field and could get that close to them because the light didn't spook them off. And they, didn't, they couldn't really tell what I was. And I was actually – there was no wind, so they couldn't pick up any scent. Right. And as I'm walking, I'm saying, man, you, you start thinking, if I walk any closer, will that buck – drop them antlers and That's be protective, true. you know. Yeah. So I'm standing there now. St- you start wanting to stomping your feet, you know, and then you say, well, is that an aggressive? <laughs> you got all these does out here. I'm going to start stomping my feet. Let's go turn but into I will a bar fight you, real quick. Uh, the green light for hog hunting is really incredible. Uh, the green light works better than the red, in my opinion, my, what I've seen. But which uh, one were you saying about for frog gigging? Was it the green light that doesn't affect them at all? The red light was phenomenal as well. And literally, uh, on the job site, I was using it one night, uh, running pumps and lines and, the frogs, I, I could walk up with that red light, and, you know, outside the vibration on the ground, that's the only thing they could detect. Uh, but I, I pick them up. And, uh, I saw, and after I picked the first one up, I threw it down and said, oh, that was just a fluke, and then walk a little further and pick up another one. And then I was like, man, this is a fluke. That's it's a lot of you know, Glenn's got a bag tied to hey, his waist. Hey, in his pocket. When I caught the third frog, I was like, man, if I'd have kept the first two, yeah. I, I start having a half a dozen legs here by now. But yeah. but anyway, uh, just for that alone, and of course up there at Panasofsky with Johnny, we were up there on the airboat, and I used this. He used, you know, he's old school light bill. Got his favorite light that works forever, and uh, he's using that light. But I put the red light on, and Candace, you know, she's not a big hunter. Uh, the oldest daughter, you know, she doesn't do a whole lot of anything, and you'd think she don't eat fish, and she's kind of particular. But when it comes to frog legs, that girl will eat her share of frog legs. So <laughs> uh, I put that red light on, and she actually gigged her first frogs a couple of years back with it. And uh, and now, you know, it's just, like I say, it's just an all-versatile round light to use. If It's an investment for a great opportunity in, in the future of the outdoors. Well, and, and like I said, in here they've got the ones that you can mount onto a rifle. So if you want to use it strictly for predator hunting, and I know we you weren't here, we talked about it, but one of the things about the Wicked Light, the light itself, not the headlamp, but the sighting light that you use for all your scope or for your gun, when you shift your colors, it doesn't yeah, shift your point them. of aim. So that your colors, that square of color stays right on where your crosshairs are. Correct. Other ones that are made... When you hit that switch or you turn it, 
it actually moves your point of aim because the color moves over. Because you have to turn it, turn it, turn it. And so it goes from red to red to green to blue or whatever colors. And it dances around your target, not on your target. So well, you, have you know, to I know you've got to take a break here, but uh, we did give away one of those lights that mounted on the gun, uh, one of the winners that we did a drawing and a raffle or whatever it was, and yeah. a couple of years back, and uh, that's right, a, a young kid actually, a t- young teenager or whatever, actually was the winner for that, and uh, they love it. They they actually when they, when you talk to them and they've using it, uh, works great. Yeah, I, I mean, even if you were going to use it for a defense light in your own house, the the handheld jobber, that kind of thing. It's it puts out. A, you can blind them. They say, oh! Or put and, their hands over their eyes. And, uh, you know, night vision, if you want to keep it, flick that sucker over to red or green, and you're all good. Sneaky, sneaky, and then hit them with the white. It's all good. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a quick break. Thanks for stopping by, Glenn. We are no at problem. G5 Feeding Outdoors. Come on by and see us. We're at 4960 West U.S. Highway 92 in Plant City. We are brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Stay right here. We'll be back. we go. Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live. Oh, look, Blackhawks. Where are they going? Avon Park, you think? No. Where are they going? Listen, they're running northeast. They're empty. Which direction is Avon Park? That way. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so 90 where, degrees off. I wonder where they're going. Well, they might be circling back around, maybe getting on I-4 and uh, follow it down and jump down, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't know if you're a helicopter. I think you go as straight as a crow flies. But uh, we are broadcasting live out of G5 Feed and Outdoor. Don't forget, second annual Gator Clinic's happening today, 1030 to 1 o'clock. It is open and free to the public. Doesn't cost you nothing to come up and show up. And uh, Bill George will be doing uh, a lot of the legwork. And then a young man that you invited to come over and be a part of it, too. Where is he from? Gator what? He's Gatorators. He's Gatorators. What is he? He's Gatorators. Gatorators. Yeah. Gator Aiders or Gator we'll Raiders? Get, we'll have him on here in just a moment. Because Bill don't know. That's why. <laughs> is it like Gator Aiders? Because I think that would be a violation. Of what the, what time's the, the the photo op and meet and greet? Not an autograph <laughs> session with uh, you. What time's that? Oh start? yeah, you didn't even yeah. mention that. Yeah, you got no. the you got the. But, do you have the eight by ten backstage with you? green room hey. deal? Yeah. No. What? Did you, hey, did, did you bring you eight see, by tens? I I, oh, t- I I tagged you on a post. Uh, <laughs> did you see? Tony Young had got his uh, video got his song done. out. Yeah, got, got his, his video, video out. done for Gator, Gator Man. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's actually a pretty good song. I know it's on Apple iTunes or whatever, but uh, Tony Young, of course, uh, works with the FWC, and he also has himself a little band and uh, does a lot of great outdoor songs. And uh, did uh, "Waiting on Tom" and some other ones that we've all played here on the show. But if you go and find him, Tony Young, T O N Y. Y-O-N-G. Uh, I think he has it on his page. I know everybody else has shared it uh, all over the place. Did we put it on ours yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. I saw it early this I morning. Love, I love his music. He's got some really cool songs. We played Gator Man. Yeah, uh, we've, yeah. Played it. we've played it many times in the past. Uh, the only um, thing that's wrong with Gator Man is it has such a long intro. <laughs> it's like it's all this, you know, swamp sounds and, you know, baby gator noises and, you know, things like that. And then finally the music kicks in and, and, uh, of course, we don't have BMI and all the other stuff here on, on the 1010 side of it. So, we can yeah. only play a minute we, of the we, song. No, we so. we, we can get, play all that we want, I'm sure. Tony well, that one there, I, I don't think he would mind too yeah. much. Yeah, but uh, go look for it if you want a good uh, thumping little 
song on your way out to go do some gator hunting, that would be a good one to get yourself fired up. That's for sure. Yeah. I, I didn't see you in the video. Why weren't you invited I, to be I didn't, in the but video? I was looking at the video, and I'm looking at some of the equipment. I, th I think that's our harpoon. Here. I think it is your harpoon. Uh, he had another gig. He had to turn that down to there's do a lot another of, gig. There's a lot of you and a lot, I mean, a lot of him and a lot of his wife in there when they're on their gator hunts, it, which is really good because he's using real footage. From and I will say, I will say, you know, not everybody in the FWC is a true outdoorsman. Tony is, and he gets out there, hunts, fishes, yep. and enjoys the outdoors. And he does, and he gets very complainant when uh, he has to work and can't go do, do certain times of the year. Because <laughs> I see other people, he comments on other people's posts like, yeah, man, I got a nice eight-point thing. Yeah, I was supposed to go this weekend, but I had to drive over to blah, 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 do a seminar. So he, <laughs> he couldn't go. That's one of the, you'd think it would be the greatest job in the world, uh, you know, like being an FWC well, officer, knowing all the good spots. The, chance, the problem is they don't get an opportunity to go back to those good <laughs> well, spots. They, They're working, you know. So. Being a state job, he does have a little bit of freedoms and time off and everything else that uh, – I but he spends he, he spends majority. That's a good thing. He spends most of his time hunting in this state. He yes. doesn't go out of state a lot to go hunting Kansas or Iowa or Idaho or any of that. He 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 wants to do it here, which is which says a lot. I mean, he has a lot of faith in what we have here in the state of Florida, which is good. Yeah. Um, if you want to come out today for the Gator Seminar, like I said, we got plenty of room. Uh, we're going to do stuff outside. We're going to have free food out here, so you can come by and. Get yourself a nice little lunch, something to nosh on while you're listening to Bill George ramble on. Or the photo ops and uh, autograph opportunities with no, Bill that'll George. No, that'll, that'll either be pre or it'll be post. Because, you know, he gets busy, he gets sweaty. Uh, that is true. He's running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to do a thousand things So you should get here about 10.15 to do the photo ops and, uh, and autographs. Yeah. Well, that way you can do them outside maskless. Because if you go in the green room, you gotta, you know, you gotta mask up. Are you that? Did you have like all the green M and M's and like Evian water in the background? Tour bus has to be at sixty-five degrees at the end of the show. Yeah, I understand. It's all good. So is Gator Raiders gonna come over, or is he checking in on his tires? He had a bit of a drive, so he was going to drain the radiator. Where is he out of? He's out of Punta Gorda, I do believe. Punta. Tagorda? You made him drive all the way over from there? Yeah. What is there to do in Punta Gorda? Not a lot. Get Toby, up. what's there to do in Punta Gorda? Nothing. That's why he came up here. Oh, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Nothing. That's why he came over here. That, that explains it all. It's all good. You got to say the name right. You got to do the Chris Berman. Punta Gorda? No. Gator Raiders. Gator Raiders? Yeah, man. What am I trying to sell? Car insurance or something? Oh, no, man. Whatever. What, yeah, whatever. Uh, the reason why we're talking all this Gator stuff, of course, and the Python stuff is. Uh, Vince and Toby are going to be headed down next month to uh, go and try to kill our producer, poor Diego, who's going <laughs> to go down there and try to catch pythons along with uh, – uh, is Tony going with you, your brother? No, Tony, uh, actually which... it's going to be myself, Toby, Diego, Steve from um, – Oh, that's it, Steve. Big, and then Tim. Tim, uh, yeah. taking the Marine with you? Taking the Marine. Who, hey, who's, I'm who's, going in stack, bro. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> who's the video man? Diego and Tim. Okay. And then Diego's also going to play with the snakes too. He don't know that yet, but he is. Well, listen, I, I are you going to cook those things? I mean, are, are I mean, till we put the headphones on, are you going to cook these things, or are you just going to go down there and try to make yourself a a neat little wallet or some cute earrings? No, we're going to eat, man. But, I already said I, I want to eat them. I don't know. Fat man got to eat. But listen, I mean, they're, you, they're going in the crock pot. You've tried them before, and you said that they are not that bad, right? 
No, they're not bad at all. It's kind of a, a, a neutral chicken-like flavor. I mean, everything, everybody says everything tastes like a chicken, but it's the same color, texture, and almost the same flavor as a chicken. And like breast meat chicken or dark like meat chicken? White meat. Yeah, okay. Nice, nice white meat. Yeah. And I've had it I've had it in, in uh I've I've substituted in chicken and dumplings, chicken and rice. I've put it in a lot of different gumbos and uh, jambalaya. I'm saying knockwurst. We gotta see if Al can make it into a knockwurst. God, that would be so good. Yeah, it would. Do you think he could do that? I don't know what no, no. maybe we can Al, call me. Al, can you do, do you debone there? Yeah. I'm bringing you ah. a python. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bringing you a thirteen foot python. Let's see you debone that bad boy. Well, why, why can't we get I your brother all the to, to, to work something? He's like a, he's a master world. That is true. Right. He can, but I don't think he's going to make uh, sausages out of it. He'll make some sort of weird sauce pecan or something out of it. And oh, I'd be Lord all knows, that. with a wine sauce, some sort of French reduction wine <laughs> thing, capers and blah 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 blahs. Listen, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, if he did, I'd probably propose to him. He did an excellent <laughs> job at the panfish challenge, turning around. And cooking all them sauces. Oh yeah, he did. But you know that was easy peasy for him. That was that was easy. So stuff. he can do stuff outside of the fancy stuff. Uh, hey, sure, hey, that is true. He had he had a good staff, working staff uh, that day. Thank you very much. Well, I, I'm glad My you kids? listened and finally took to some instruction. <laughs> <laughs> First time in your life, and, and he did great. You know, count that as a straight a straight good. It's a good. Yeah, one. I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I heard but. <laughs> but. <laughs> but, but, but what? Nothing. Well, before we get out of here, we only got about 20 minutes left in the show. Why don't you get Gator Raiders over here and see what he can do now that he's done uh, whatever with the radiator. I literally <laughs> thought when you said that he was over there on his car actually draining his radiator. I was no, like, why would he had a long that? car ride? Drag he didn't pick up what you were throwing down, Bill. That's what he was trying to say. Drag racer Dan down there with the scooter needs to go. Know, what's he doing with that muffler down there? two-stroke. Uh, you know, loud pipes save lives, I guess. Oh, that's what it is. But now, this gentleman here, <laughs> sure. what, what's his name again? What, what, do you want to introduce him? He made him drive all the way from Punta Gorda. He has Gorda. a nice, beautiful shirt. He, he's a professional. Bill, you, you are <laughs> terrible at this radio thing. <laughs> only thing I can see on there is Captain. That, that, Captain only, Dave. That's it? That's all I get? Captain Dave? D- Dave, you want to introduce oh yourself? God. Yeah, Captain Dave. I'm from uh, down Fort Myers area. Live in Punta Gorda now. Yeah. I uh, do a little bit of everything. Uh, guided for gators. We do bow fishing, hog hunts. Used to do commercial fishing offshore. Grew up doing that. Uh, oh, hauling that pot in from the old uh, shrimp and Yeah, the square groupers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of square grouper out down there. Down there around Chukalusky days <laughs> in the 80s. There. We all had new trucks. That's how we got caught. No. <laughs> I'm just busting on you, man. Now, you made the trip up here. What are you going to talk about? What's going to make people come in here and flock by the thousands? Well, what we're going to do today, uh, Bill informed me, we're going to show them how to uh, break a gator down. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, rumors, whatever, of what part of the gator. Everybody that calls me is, oh, you only eat the gator tail. Well, no, that's not true at all. No, that that is not true. Yeah, there's a lot more to the alligator. There's a lot... I mean, a lot of people want to eat the cheeks. The cheeks all of a sudden is a favorite part. Better than the tail, they say. I, I, what was the name of Glenn, if he was here? Family restaurant or whatever it was used to be right out there in Valrico used to do on Wednesday nights. They would do all-you-can-eat gator ribs. And it was so good. Dude, you'd have piles of bones like two feet high and three feet wide on the table. And right. you wouldn't think that there'd be much meat on them. And there's really not that much, but it's flavorful. And they would the way they would fry it. And, oh my gosh, dude! You couldn't eat them fast enough. It was fry. awesome stuff. Fry them? Yeah, it was awesome. I was thinking like some Carolina barbecue sauce. 
Well, then you don't taste nothing. <laughs> Come why on, would you put barbecue sauce? Because it's good. Oh, That's you're why. drunk. You're so drunk. <laughs> All right, well, we got to take a break. Thanks for coming by, Cam Dave. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> hang All right, tight. Uh, hang tight. <laughs> yeah, just hang right there. We're going to take a real quick break, you guys. We're broadcasting live out here at G5 Feeding Outdoors, 4960 West Highway 92 in Plant City. We want to see you out here. Don't forget the seminar starts at 1030, goes till 1. There's going to be food, hot dogs, hamburgers. Come on out and enjoy a free lunch. Come and check out the store. Get your gator supplies. Get what you need. It's all right here at G5 Feeding Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5. Be back. Good song. She's probably freaking out right now because I'm waiting for the drums. Got to listen to this beginning. You can't step over on Metallica, man. Come on, sir. It's not right. <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome back. We are broadcasting live out of G5 Feeding Outdoors. We got the whole nasty crew here, man. You talk about a bunch of pirates. Bill George is here. The Don of Indian Rocks Beach. Vince Noble drove over like a madman in his wife's car because he can get away with it. Uh, Toby Benoit is here. We got uh, George is here from GB Gator Gear. Uh, Glenn's still hovering around somewhere. I mean, we're, we're all here. And then some guy, Bill, may drive all the way up here from Punta Gorda. Captain, <laughs> Captain Smith, who's uh, David Smith, who's uh, up here from Gator Raiders. Gator Raiders. Mm-hmm. So if Tom Free's listening, it's not anything to do with Gatorade. AID. Gator Raiders. And now Grandpa's firing up the uh, the drag racer. I think again. he purposely waits till we go back. <laughs> till we're back on there. There we go. Oh my lord, that thing's terrible. Smoky, smoky burnout. And uh, <laughs> he made it up here because uh, it's going to be a two man operation today, which is a good idea because last year, poor Bill had to do this entire seminar by himself, so he was bouncing all over the place, yeah. inside, outside, in a boat, out of a boat, da 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 da. And and we never did talk about the breaking down of an alligator, which really. With the market being the way it is today and hides not being worth pretty much anything, I think the vast majority of people are going to be looking to keep their alligator meat. So learning how to butcher one and break it down, Captain Dave, I mean, this is something you really should know. Oh, absolutely. And really, I turned around, I took it off of the carcass. So it's it's in, we have it broken down into the four pieces of the tail and the back strap and you brought me I brought the meat yeah okay without the carcass because we'd end up having a, a real mess out here okay and and probably more flies than we probably want so we have the the meat already cut up in this segments but most people have no clue what fat looks like on an alligator and if you had fat in your your meat when you cook it, it's not going to taste very good. That's well, what I've heard. You all should start keeping the fat because isn't that a great repellent for mosquitoes? It was start for ma- the Seminoles. Yeah. Well, start we're, making your own uh, mosquito. <laughs> we're <laughs> going to rub it all over it you. Smell very good. <laughs> no, I don't, hey, hey, if it works down in the glades and I'm not going to get bit up, I'll, I'll wear some alligator fat. I don't care. Dude, we got bodyguard. Use that stuff, man. That stuff is awesome. It'll keep it all off of you. So, Captain Dave, where where do you down in Punta Gorda area? Where do you do a lot of your bow fishing at? Uh, out of Placida. We'll put in right there uh, around the trussels, and we're all in that area, the flats, over towards Boca Grande. Oh, nice. And we're doing it off of an airboat, so it's a little different, but you wouldn't believe what you can see at night out there. Oh, yeah. Well, he's he's a big-time yeah. boat fisherman, so he knows. But We go out with uh, Twisted Limbs oh, over here. Oh, real good. Yeah. yeah, real good group. Yeah, I think they're all hanging out up north this weekend or something, so they're not shooting or anything. But uh, for you to come up here and do that, I mean, you do – 
uh, mostly gators this time of year, or are you still doing some hog hunts? Are you going to wait till it gets colder, or what's the deal? I, honestly, I do try to push people away from the hog hunts because it's so hot right now. Right. It's just miserable. But, yes, we're still a lot of hog hunts. Everybody wants to kill something cheap, uh, a lot of bow fishing, and then the gator hunts, thankfully, are picking up right now. Well, i, I got to say that uh, with what's going on in the world today and meat prices and all the – drama of you know pigs being slaughtered and people can't find beef we had a justin called us last weekend trying to find hogs and and beef and i said dude if you could learn to do it yourself there you want to get hot if you just need one hog uh you know once a month or something get out and go do it man it's it's there for the for the picking and this time of year there's not a lot of people in the woods killing hogs it's it's Mm -hmm. hot if you're let me say it's get, miserable. If you're in the age, yes. <laughs> if you're in the age group of between 16 and 21, sure they're out at night. They're running dogs. They're out there doing it. I know Matt out here works at G5. He's out all the time at night. But it's more of a, a fun thing for them to do as young men. Mm-hmm. They go out bar hogs, all that stuff. They let them go. But I, I was like, dude, there are people out there who are dying for pork. Well, as a I mean, guide. Go get it, man. And call a guide. Call a service. Go out there. It's not that expensive. It's probably going to cost you less than $2 a pound in the end, right? Is that is that about right? Yeah, you're about $300 for a hog hunt. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depending on what you get. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, I mean, if you go – now, does that give you one pig, or can I go out and shoot six meat hogs? That's one. Landowners want their cut now. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, down there around where you yes, are, they're sir. getting uh, get a little tight? Yeah. <laughs> That's because that land down there is worth a lot more money, <laughs> you know, when it comes to the condominium world or whatever it is they may build down there. So get it while you can. That's all I'm saying. So for you, uh, you're going to do the breaking down, and then what are you going to do, cut it what, into nuggets and what, throw it right in the fryer? What's the problem? Throw some right in the fryer. Put a little Zatarans on it. Mm-hmm. Dip it Yep. right in that. Drop it in some hot grease. Well, I know that Rob's looking forward to uh, trying out a few chunks because he's never had alligator yeah. before. They hit, up here at G5, they have those Cajun, Cajun uh, fryers, fryers yeah. which are awesome. really just, you know, it's not like your pan where all your stuff falls down at the bottom and you start cooking all the batter that comes off. That Cajun has the burner up higher in the middle of it, and so anything that falls to the bottom really isn't being scorched. keeps your oil cleaner a lot longer well the thing about it too is it has a little reservoir in there that actually traps all that down there and keeps it down at the very bottom so that it's not circulated back through the it's it's a pretty cool design i don't know how they came up with it but it works that's what we've always used out at the uh countryside baptist church and all that stuff and you know glenn man he's throwing those fish in there every 35 i mean he's he's constantly cooking. have you all ever done burn ends with gator Burnt in gators, yeah. Yeah. gator nuggets. You, know you want to bur- burn it? You know what burnt ends are? Like when you take beef, smoking the beef, and get yeah, the burnt ends, and you cut them off. Yeah, that's the burnt ends, Bill. Why would you do that to what? an alligator? It would taste like all kinds of crud. Throw barbecue sauce on it, right? Ah! <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> one, th- one thing that I have burnt in gator with most wild meat that does not have a lot of fat in it or fat that you take out, you do not want to overcook. No, it. Mm-hmm. no, it's too chewy. Chewy. The gator meat? If you can chew it. Yeah. That's the thing. It'll get in there. It's like Steve used to say, when you shoot a pig over 500 pounds, the more you chew on it, the bigger it gets in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty soon you just got to get to a point where it's like you're just chewing on it for flavor like gum, and then you kind of go, okay, I'm done with that one. Stick another one in and chew on it for five minutes. (laughs) Okay, I'm done with that one. Come on. There you go. Kobe. 
So, anyways, Dave, turn around. I know we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, you know, top of the hour here, we'll be done. But if somebody wanted to go alligator hunting and needed a guide, obviously there's a Down lot south. of a lot of new people. Dave comes all the way up this way. Are you crazy? Oh, yeah. 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 As long as I'm so, within a two-hour radius of my house, yeah. I'm happy. Really? And, and so, if somebody were looking to get a hold of you or or try and book a hunt or see if it'll work out for them, how would they go about doing that? Uh, you can look me up online. I've got a website, gatoraders.com, spelled with a Z at the end, not an S. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you can go online, find it real easy. we got a Facebook website, whole works. What okay. kind of boat are you running, an airboat? What kind? I've got three different ones. I've got a just your basic cotton mouth with a direct drive. Right. I've got an aircraft engine, aluminum, and then I've got a big old bow fishing uh with the lsx motor on it how long is that one that 18? one's 18 foot yeah. Yeah. 18 footer so with the cotton mouth is that a 13 foot fiberglass no, it's an 18 also really yeah dude that's old school man that's what glenn used to run man cadillac engine oh on you here? can't beat it it's all reliable it just keeps going and i'm going. telling you man you, I, I don't he couldn't he couldn't break that thing oh uh, glenn used to always say the reason why he ran cadillac engines because if i ever break down all i gotta do is walk up to the parts store and fix it exactly if i, if I blow up an air conditioning i mean uh, aircraft jug i'm stuck there I, I can't go down to o'reilly's or discounted to get what i need fan belt i need whatever it is you run a wooden prop on that one on the nah, everything's carbon really yeah i had a bad experience the- with a wood prop once and i won't do it again Blew up on you? Yeah, I had somebody throw a harpoon. It oh, went through boy. It, and it was, it was bad, so snoop. <laughs> Fiberglass will break, too. Yeah, but it, big chunks don't go flying through stuff, so it's a little safer. <laughs> yeah, but see, I always thought wood props were better for, uh, you know, when coots and ducks and all that stuff come flying off and get in the prop. They seem to be a little more hardy than uh, the carbon fibers. Yeah. Sometimes you can ping pong, ping crack. You know, I've watched a bunch of mullet go through my prop. It's <laughs> still doing good. <laughs> chumming. They turn out yeah. to be cut. Chumming. That's cut bait. Yep. <laughs> Pre-chumming from the back to the front. It's all good. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I didn't know that that's that's unique that you would go and come this far north to uh, to do a hunt or something. So if somebody has a Hillsboro tag or a Hardy County tag or something like that for gators, you can go and – Help them out with that deal, or is it strictly all on you? You're using your tags, your stuff? No, no. I take people out to help fill their tags, and I'll travel this far as we still enjoy it. We don't do it because we have to. We do it as we enjoy it. Now, when when you're not supplying the the tags and all that stuff – uh, what do you usually charge them for somebody like that? Too? Average is about eight hundred. So, f- per person or uh, no? That's for the night for the boat. But you are required to have the other person, you know, have their uh, helpers tag and all that kind of good stuff if they're going to be a part of it. Yeah, whoever the tag holder is has to be on the boat. Right, but also if you have a helper, you got to have a helper's tag too. As, mm-hmm. as he always yes. said, I can't even hold the light. You know, no, you can hold a light. You just can't touch the gator or the gear like a harpoon. Can't hand them yeah, anything. No. Yeah, nothing yeah, like that's that. That's without. That's without the license. Correct. Yeah. Without Correct. the helpers. Yeah, yeah without, without the, the agent's yeah. license. Yeah, I got the agent the, license. And that's just fifty bucks to the state. Yeah, and it's you're not legal. That much you it. never look over your shoulder. You yeah. never worry about anything. People turn around. And, even when my kids were very young, my kids always had the helper's license. And I had to work hard. And by the time I finally got them to adjust that to the point where people under 16 don't need it, um, it helped other kids, but it didn't help mine. Mine were already too old. Yeah. 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 But 
that's a that was the right thing to do, and FWC stepped up. Yes. Well, I mean, if you're not required to have a fishing license while you're out doing that, why would you be required to have a trapper's Because it's license? a commercial license. Well, yeah. So you're going to make money on it. That's the whole deal. Now, my last, <laughs> my last, my last hog hunt with, I mean, uh, gator hunt with Glenn. I went, I, all I did was I didn't have any tags that year, so I just went out as a helper, and I was the most useless helper on the planet. I was like, I'm filming and holding a light. That's it. Don't ask me to do anything. I felt like I was totally useless. Yep. I was like, oh, whatever. Well, we got to get out of here. Don't forget. God, that was fast. Gator Seminar starts today at 1030, just a few short minutes from now. Goes until 1 o'clock. We're G5 feeding outdoors at 4960 U.S. Highway 92, so we want to see you out here. Free lunch. Great seminars going up. Thank you, Captain Dave Smith, for coming all the way up here. Uh, it's going to be a good time had by all. We hope to see you out here. We'll see you next weekend. Have a great weekend, guys. See, see you guys.